Hello, this is episode 319 of the Purple Psychology Podcast. I'm Nisha Riley. This podcast is on something that I call the pendulum of change. I've had notes for a while and, and I wrote some writing a few months ago, but I didn't I didn't put it out. I kind of felt like I was experiencing enough of a debate with people around the difference between being uncomfortable in a room and being physically unable to cope and to function and to process. The way that I describe literacy to people being in a room is, it's the difference between remembering when you almost drowned and actually drowning all over again. That for many people going to school every day, that's what it feels like. It feels like being thrown into the swimming pool and you still can't swim. And when you go back to certain environments, like I did a few months ago, and I recorded a podcast on how I felt and how incapable I felt because of my literacy. That's what I was experiencing at the time. I had a lot of notes on the difference between change and transformation. And I was reminded again this morning of this because I was reading um, a piece in an Audrey Lord book, and it's a really interesting essay that she wrote in the 1980s on learning from the 1960s. Well, I expect I'll talk a little bit more about this in different ways over the coming weeks. But she's talking about one of the aspects of Malcolm X that maybe that she learned to admire the most, I suppose, was his ability to change. And she makes a really important point. One of the most basic black survival skills is the ability to change for good or ill into something that's useful, lasting, and effective. And I think one of the most shocking aspects that maybe people don't consider in America is that every black person that is alive today is alive because their ancestors survived. Somehow they changed, they coped, and they got through. They even made it across the water in the boats. And if you want a really graphic description of that, I'm reading Bell Hooks's Ain't I a Woman at the moment as well. I'll put links to these books in the description as usual. But there's a lot happening for people at the moment. I always see cycles. I sometimes see cycles before I know why the cycles are there. And Saturn is doing funny things at the moment. And I actually really love Saturn. It really is my friend, but it's not everybody's. And interestingly, I had an email from one of the families I was working with at the moment at three o'clock in the morning, and it was one of those really pivotal pendulum swings. And now that I think about it, of course, it's eight months into the cycle. There's this really magic number of eight months with me. Everyone who starts reading my work from eight months when they start any book, the most pivotal things start to happen. And yes, there's changes very quickly in the beginning of working with me. But I guess as the, the layers of trauma stack up and the generational layers and the complexities maybe of what I take on now, sometimes it can take longer to unwrap and to unpeel those layers. And that's one of, this is one of those cases. But I can feel this really big shift in the pendulum. 
And the problem with transformation for me over change, is, which is what I wrote a few months ago and I didn't put out, is that humans are not butterflies. And most butterflies only have to live for a few days after they've transformed. They don't have to do a lifetime. They don't have to go through all of the experiences that a human has to go through and all of the impacts of being human. Like if you think about the massive changes that take place in your life in, in terms of development, like there's no comparison even between the ages of 6 and 10 and 10 and 16 and 16 and 24. Like you're in a vastly different space with vastly different expectations of you. And I guess one of my biggest criticisms with, with current humanity is that they seem to have forgotten how to allow people to have a childhood. They shouldn't have any of these pressures. I don't even understand why they really under know what's happening in the world. Why they are being impacted so much by the news. There are great benefits in having a childhood and having imagination and being allowed to play. That time of everything being possible creates so much in the future. And, and always a big factor of anxiety for any of the families I work with is just too much exposure to news. So humans have to do a lot more than merely transform. They have to change. And I suppose constructive change for me is a bit like a pendulum because there are periods where, of course, you will go back and you will revisit things or you will make the same mistakes again or you will have the same questions, or the same challenges. Exactly like I did a few months ago in, in that space. I had huge challenges, and it was kind of like I went through quite a few hours as I recorded that podcast of feeling absolutely useless. But it was a very small period of time that I felt like that. It was probably less than an hour. I certainly didn't feel like it, like it was for my, my whole school time. It was less than an hour. Because that's what happens with change. Because if the pendulum gets disturbed, sometimes we go through really rapid sort of changes and we bounce backwards and forwards. But sometimes when things come along for us to revisit, it's, it's not that big a disturbance. The pendulum doesn't go back that far. And it's kind of like, oh, I'm back here. Oh, okay, let's go forward again. That's fine. And let's reach our balance point. Oh, yes, yes, I'm here again. This is fine. So that's why I call it the pendulum of change, because the disturbances become less for you to reach a balance point. And when you're in that balance point, you're kind of like, oh, okay, all this is going on outside me and it's all swinging around, but that's fine. I can just sit here. That's okay. And, and that ultimately, that, that's that secureness for me and that recognizing that it's not a big deal if you swing a bit. But I rather think that everyone's wobbling and going a bit loopy um, with Saturn at the moment. I don't think it's going to be quite interesting until October because there's an aspect that if you want to sort of surf that and even go through all the, the swings of it and you're kind of like, okay, what's happening here? I'm doing this, you know, and you're kind of traveling with it and you're thinking, okay, okay, this, this is a bit weird, but okay, all that's come back, and I was here before, and when was I here last? Oh, and whether that was then. Oh, and a lot of when I was here last is actually in March 2020 when the world started to lock down. Interestingly, that's where everyone's swinging back to at the moment. A lot of those doubts. A lot of those, how do I need to change? How do I need to adapt? 
And that's why I prefer changing and adapting over transforming. With transforming, you think it's complete. But I don't believe that humans are ever complete. I don't believe that you ever stop learning. I read something every day that gives me a new perspective on the world and a new idea and a new inspiration and a new way to look at things. And sometimes it confirms for me how I don't think. I think the biggest aspect of me listening to the introduction to Bell Hooks' Ain't I a Woman is it confirmed for me all the assumptions I don't make as a white woman. And that was really quite interesting to hear those all spoken out and thought, well, I'm, I'm really, I'm still not in that camp. I'm, I'm not there. I don't, I don't understand that place. And that's because you're in a place of balance. And you're not disturbed and set off and you're not reacting to things from who you are and like that there's some sort of personal cost to you being able to meet other people. There's never a cost to you being able to meet other people where they're at. For me, it might run down my batteries a little bit, but that, that's fine. You can just go and charge them up again. But it's not a cost. It doesn't impact me. It doesn't... It's not the right word. Struggling to find the right word for you here. I'm reminded of that incident where that very famous person tweeted that transphobic comment. They really shocked the world. And the problem was not just really the comment. The problem was that they tweeted it from a place where it somehow made them less in order to accept others. If you're in a place of balance, you do not become less to meet anybody, regardless of who they are or what their background is or where they're at. You, you don't become less. You don't need to. You're not more than them, but you don't become less. It doesn't have an impact on you in that way. There isn't an audit sheet taking place. 